G'day guys. Are you ready to hear a story? We have a special one for you today. I know that lots of our listeners really enjoyed the story Forest School when we released it. And we had quite a few people ask if maybe one day we could release a second one. So today we are very excited to bring you Forest School 2 by Hannah Erickson. Hi, it's me, Luna. I'm here with my brother, Gio. We're in the treehouse in the forest. A lot has happened since I made the last recording here. And as you probably know, in the world, we're home a lot now. Our school is closed right now. And believe it or not, I actually miss it. I love our new school. I made friends and we do a lot of art projects. But not going to school has been a little like old times. It's like, it's like we left one school, the kind in a classroom, and started at another kind of school. I'm talking about forest school. As you know, Aunt Cow knows about the treehouse now. Well, I guess she always did, but we didn't know that she knew. So every morning after we put away the clean dishes and load the dishwasher, we come out here to the treehouse. When I climb up to the treehouse, I always feel a little better, no matter what else is going on. It's springtime, so the oak trees have these little golden strands hanging off of them, kind of like bits of yarn. But when you get up close, you see that they're actually tons of tiny flowers linked together. I was thinking about that the other day, actually, when Aunt Cow said something like, we're all in this together when she was talking about why we had to stay home right now. It's like we're all little flowers holding on in the wind. There's water in the creeks now and tadpoles. We go on creek walks where we step on rocks and usually end up getting our feet wet. We walk home barefoot holding our wet shoes. I like to feel the mud squish under my toes and then use the grass to wipe them off before I come inside. Everywhere right now, it's just green. Green, green flowers and weeds growing as tall as Geo in some spots. When we were in the meadow the other day, I thought I'd lost him for a minute. But then there he was, behind these tall white flowers. Anyway, what I wanted to tell you about was what Aunt Cow said this morning. I was just putting the last plate in the dishwasher, and Geo was wiping the table when she popped her head in the kitchen and said, That reminds me. She's always saying confusing things like that, maybe because she's, she's older, or maybe because she's Aunt Cow. So I said, what reminds you? And she said, you and your brother working together, it reminds me of the time your father and I had a disagreement. Whew, we had trouble that time. I dropped the sponge, because I love hearing any stories about my dad. Gio had stopped wiping the table and was staring up at Aunt Cow too. Well, she couldn't not tell us the story after that. She said, all right, come, let's sit. And she sat in her old rocking chair and picked up her crocheting and started in on the story. Once upon a time, she said, your dad had a wristwatch. Apparently, the watch had been my dad's favorite thing. It was gold and told the time exactly and it had been a gift for his 12th birthday. He wore it every day. He never took it off, except when he went swimming. 
One afternoon, he and Aunt Cal walked down to the swim hole in the river, near the treehouse. I think I know the one. It's down behind a cluster of sycamores, and you go along a rocky path until there's a break in the brush. The path leads right up to the water, where there's a deep pool. Gio and I go there in the summer, too. It was a hot day, and my dad and Aunt Cow couldn't wait to get in. My dad had to finish a chore, and Aunt Cow ran ahead. When he got there, she was already in the water, saying it felt so nice and cool, and he had to come and feel it for himself. My dad took off his watch, fast, tossing it on the ground next to his t-shirt. They dunked in the water and took turns standing under the little waterfall that the river made as it flowed over the rocks into the pool. Then, Aunt Cow started to get cold and got out of the water. She remembers grabbing her towel and seeing something shiny roll off of it. She realized later that it was probably the watch, but she didn't look closely because she was shivering. She wrapped up the towel and headed back. When my dad got out of the water and dried off, he suddenly realized he couldn't find the watch. He patted down the dried grass and lay down on his belly to look under the bushes which were all the color of brush in the late summer, gold, just like his watch. After searching and searching, he ran home thinking maybe his sister had taken the watch home by accident. But she hadn't. With a lump in her throat, she told him about the shiny thing she had seen fall off of her towel as she dried off. She promised to go help search for it in the morning. He was furious with her, and she felt terrible. But she realized later that it wasn't anyone's fault, really. It just happened. She hadn't meant to have it roll off her towel into the brush. Strangely, he never did find the watch. They searched and searched for what felt like weeks. Eventually, my dad saw Aunt Cow showing up every day to help him search. He felt a little less angry. One day, down by the water's edge, they were poking sticks through the brush, looking for the watch when my dad sat down. We'll never find it. Aunt Cow said, I'm sorry. It was quiet for a while, and Aunt Cow just sat there watching the river. She thought about all the fun they used to have in the forest before they lost the watch. Eventually, she said, Can we start over? My dad didn't say anything for a long time. But then finally, he said, Okay, do you want to go back to the big tree? I have an idea. My dad's idea was the tree house. Every day that summer, they dragged big planks of wood over to the tree and a hammer and nails. My grandmother helped them saw the wood pieces sometimes back at the house, but they had to drop the plans and tell her what size to cut and where. One day, when they were almost done and just had to nail in the last floorboards, Aunt Cow couldn't find my dad. Finally, she found him down by the river with a notebook and a pencil. He was drawing a map. Next to the map, he wrote a quick note and tore out the piece of paper. He said it was just in case. She asked, in case of what? He said, in case anyone wants to help find the watch or have an adventure. Aunt Cow thinks he slipped the note somewhere in the last floorboards they nailed down on the west side of the treehouse, the side near the river. So just now, Gio and I ran back to the treehouse. He got a screwdriver, and I have a flat paint stick to try to pry up the floorboards. The sky is gray this morning, and climbing into the treehouse 
was kind of like climbing into a cloud. Everything's damp. The forest below looks like at any moment a group of fairies could come dancing out of the fog wearing mushroom hats and acorn shoes or something. But anyway, we need to find that note. I'm standing up on the floor of the treehouse, looking down at each board, kind of tapping them with my feet. Are any loose? Look at this one over here, Geo says. I'm down on my knees now, and kind of sticking my face close to the board, pressing on either end with my palms. It wiggles a little. Geo, wedge your screwdriver on this side. I'm sticking my painter's stick on the other side. Ready? One... Two, three, pull! Oh, the board came out! And there's this envelope under here. I'm opening it. There's a map. Looks like it leads from the treehouse down to the river. And there's this poem next to it. Dear treehouse dwellers and explorers of all kinds, in this forest you may find treasure of the golden kind. A watch that keeps perfect time or something else equally fine. But if the treasure that you seek you don't find within a week, learn from me. It is not tragic. The forest has its own magic. Geo, are you thinking what I'm thinking? Let's go find the watch. Gotta go. I'm back. So, we searched all day and didn't find the watch. Here's what we did find. A fossil with a bug inside, a fuzzy caterpillar, a pink crystal rock, two walking sticks, and five white flowers that we brought home for Aunt Cal. When we came in for lunch, we told her the news. No watch. She served us peanut butter and banana sandwiches and then pulled something gold and shiny out of her pocket. You mean this watch, she said. Gio and I stared at her. I was like, you had it all along? She said one day, a few years ago, on one of her walks, she saw something glinting down by the water. She dug it up with her walking stick, and there it was, the watch. She thinks a bird must have taken it that first day when my dad lost it and flown down the bank of the river with it. Or maybe it washed down over the years. She let us hold it. I'm actually wearing it now. It still works. Jew and I get to trade off days we wear it. Anyway, it's just a watch, but it was my dad's watch, and I like the story that goes with it. I guess that's what I wanted to tell you. That whatever's happening out there, we still have stories, and we still have the forest. Luna, let's go. Okay, hang on. Gotta go. We're going to the swim hole. Until next time. Thanks, Kelly, for telling us that awesome story. Huge thanks to Aiden from Chicago, who says he loves listening to our stories when he goes to bed. He loves Charlie's mailbox and the yellow checkered spider. He says he loves my stories the most. Thank you so much, Aiden. Keep listening. Also, big thanks to Tara from Washington, Izzy from the UK, Elliot, who is also from the UK, Gwendolyn from Canada, Abby from Virginia, Emmy from the USA, Gabriel and Tilly from Slovakia, Amira from Minnesota, Lachlan and Malcolm from Canada, 
and Claire, Paige and Joshua from England. Thanks so much to everybody for listening. We'll see you next time. Every day that summer, they dragged big plants, blue,